Welcome to the Innovative Economy, where we discover the future of money, markets, and payments, and how to thrive with the new financial technology. We have a special guest with us today, Jason Wu, who is a cryptocurrency lender. And Jason is the founder and CEO of Definer, who is a company that's pioneering a new approach to lending that removes the friction and the costs associated with conventional loans. Welcome, Jason. Glad you're here. Sorry. Yeah, I'm glad to be here today. You know, it's well, Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you. Happy New Year to you, too. And uh, real excited to find out about cryptocurrency lending and your company. So mm -hmm. what's going on over at Definer? Tell us yeah, what's you know, going on. Yes, uh, it's a new year, so we set up our uh, this year goals. What are we going to achieve? And the, the main goal is how can we help to bring the blockchain technology to the mainstream? Uh, because right now we're still talking about you know cryptocurrency, blockchain. Uh, it's still very small in this uh, uh, field. People knows about this. So our goal this year is how can we make this to benefit to everybody? How can we bring the technology? and uh, have a good uh, application to benefit everyone. So this is our uh, target this year. So uh, it's really a uh, good start and we set up a target roadmap and we are very excited about it. Well, excellent. Well, I'm sure we're gonna uh, uh, enlighten some people about the opportunity. Now, let's say that I have cryptocurrency on a wallet. Could I come to you and say, hey, Jason, I wanna get along. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, uh, we're talking about people get underserved by bank. And uh, typically you will think in people over like Africa or other, you know, underdeveloped country. But actually in U.S., if you are holding cryptocurrency, you are underserved with the bank because they will not recognize your asset, the value of your asset. And no, they will no. not provide a loan to you. So this is not correct. So we are solving this problem. First, we think uh, there's a market for people who are holding digital currency, cryptocurrency. They are yeah. looking for uh, get a loan and get some finance. The second, we are we thinking uh, this will uh, expand from cryptocurrency to digital currency, a digital asset. So all the traditional you know asset class like equity, uh, commodity, property, they have a huge potential to be tokenized or digitalized. So think about that. When, when that day happens, a lot of people will, will have more asset uh, existing on the blockchain. So if we are not working on this today, and uh, when that day comes, what people will do? You know, you have your house, you have your uh, equity security. And you cannot, uh, you know, leverage it. So that's going to be a big problem. That's what we are looking, uh, like, uh, to solve and uh, to provide this solution. More like a non-custodian bank. We provide bank service uh, for all the people who ever hold cryptocurrency or digital asset. Okay, and so. Uh, a lot of people uh, that work in real estate uh, and lenders, uh, you know, they have an application for a, let's say somebody who's buying a property and mm -hmm. they have to fill out the application with the lender. 
And so do you have a similar process as a conventional lender? Yeah, so uh, the process will be uh, the materials, or content, or information we, we get from the you know, uh, consumers will be very similar, but the approach will be totally different. Because, uh, you know, think about traditional way, like uh, there's a lot of registration with the government in a centralized system, so they need to verify uh, the the you know, the information you provided. But with right. blockchain, and uh, once you digitize your house or property, and uh, you have the ownership, which means it's already be verified by third party. Uh, once, once it's verified, it will be very easy. You can just come, a deposit, and borrow. A compared traditional way is uh, you need to verify it again, again, and again. Think about like uh, if you go if now you have a mortgage you want to do refinance and you need to do the verification again and if you sell this house to another person that person needs to verify all this you know information you provided again so with the blockchain the good thing is once you get it verified and uh, people will issue you a token to represent you know you are the owner of this property and once that's digitalization done you can easily come to define a platform to get a loan. And then you don't need to go through the tedious process again. Okay, so Definer uses the blockchain to gather the property verification? So uh, that's uh, like the, we, we focus on bring the savings, bring the money, bring the funding together. And okay. that's uh, for bring the, property on the blockchain is one step from. So there are many other startups, innovation company, they are doing, you know, to make sure all the legal documents is properly verified and digitized and uh, uh, to tokenize the property on the chain. So once that process completed, they can come to defend the platform to get a loan. And uh, that's not, uh, right now, not our focus, but we work very closely with uh, those companies who working on property digitization. Okay, so then with your loan, uh, what are some items that somebody could get a loan for? Real estate? Right now, uh, we start with uh, crypto, the mainstream cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin, Ethereum, or any other like ERC20 tokens. So that's how we started with. So uh, with more and more, you know, the asset on chain, and we start to support ERC. This is term called ERC twenty uh, seven twenty one token, which yeah. is uh, a non fungible token. Which means this will be very popular to use to represent property, uh, because think about property. Each property is unique, unique location. Everything is unique. Right. So. They, uh, they, they, they use one token called ERC721 to represent uh, uh, the property, which is non-fungible uh, asset. And once that done, you can easily deposit that to defender platform and get a loan. Okay, but is there a requirement what you use the loan for? So uh, can, I, can I pay for a, a child's college? Or yes, can I go absolutely. on vacation? 
Yes, yes. You can go on vacation. You can. It's your choice how to spend the loan you get. Okay. So, is there an approval process for that, or is it just the fact that I have collateral, which is the cryptocurrency itself? Just the cryptocurrency collateral itself. Just the tokenized asset on the chain. Okay. And so, if I want to get a loan, let's say I have、um, a Bitcoin. And、mm -hmm. do I I show you the Bitcoin、uh, that I have,、uh, or I deposit it with your platform, and、mm -hmm. you you loan after I deposit on your platform? Yeah. So、uh, in Definer, we call us decentralized finance innovator, which means we use smart contract to facilitate all this process.、Uh, there is no further approval process. So it's, it's very simple. Basically, is you already have Bitcoin or Ethereum. You know, right now for Bitcoin, you convert it to we call the wrapped、uh, Bitcoin, which is、uh, ERC twenty based、uh, Bitcoin, and or Ethereum. A、uh, similar process is you transfer it from your digital wallet to a smart contract based、uh, savings account, and、uh, this savings account existing on the blockchain. And once this process are completed, and you will get a credit.、Uh, for example, if you own like one thousand Bitcoin, and you you will, will get a credit for six hundred because we use a sixty percent as、uh, you know the loan to collateral ratio. So once you have this collateral,、uh, this credit, you can choose to withdraw this、uh, fund and、uh, to pay your vacation. Uh, you know, to do anything you want, and this process,、uh, no further approval, because the logic already all built in in this smart contract, and that's the beauty of the、uh, uh, smart contract and blockchain is,、uh, it's an、uh, automated process, and also it's a standard process, verified process, and no one、uh, will you know、uh, broken their promise, and、uh, it's very transparent with this. Automation, we bring down the cost a lot, so return the profit, you know, back to the users. That's excellent. So, what is the cost on、uh, the loan with Definer? So, the cost we target over the total transaction cost within like one percent. So,、uh, in the traditional financial world, the average、uh, cost, you know,、uh, fixed, you know, fixed cost. And plus the、uh, money, you know, interest earned by the banks around three、uh, percent. Right. So, just speaking, yeah. And every year, there's a hundred trillion loans going on. So the banks, the the middleman,、uh, they earn around three trillions from all these deals they they have to process. So we target to bring it down from three、uh, percent to one percent. So the,、uh, that that's that's. Going to be very interesting. You see, you know, with blockchain technology, that's also what we are excited about.、Uh, we、right. have opportunity to bring down the transaction costs a lot, and this、uh, eventually will improve the productivity. Right. And so, how do you think that's going to affect loan officers? <laughs> I think <laughs> the loan is,、uh, you know, is happening during the past decade. For the banking industry, think about like、uh, banking industry before.、Uh, there's a lot of branches, right? That you you、right. go to the bank physically, but right now you can do a lot of things over online. 
but but it still a lot of people behind that online system uh, oh, yeah. to process don't to do this or that and we will continue to do that you know to make uh, less people and less people uh, to serve uh, the consumers basically you you start to use more coding software to serve the consumers and for the loan officers you know they uh, it's a natural process they probably will gain more uh, other skills and change their career but you see that happening in this banking industry for the past one decade. It's it's already happening, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's already happening, but it will continue. <laughs> yeah, the intermediary is changing, uh, but yeah. what this does is it passes the savings down to the actual buyer. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, I think it's a natural process. I think about like when when we like human. Uh, innovated the, the you know engine. Now we get cars, we get machine. At that time, a lot of people think, oh, a lot of people may lose their work. But actually, uh, they transform those people, you know, uh, to gain more other skills side, and we can move on, you know, to um, other uh, job. So I think it, then eventually they, it will improve the overall productivity and. Uh, uh, make people's life even much better and we can focus more like a, a, a more intellectual work thinking how to uh, innovate how to improve people's life right right uh, and so with the loan on the cryptocurrency this is called dig, uh, decentralized financing so can yeah. you explain a little bit about decentralized financing yeah absolutely so uh, as you can see, the name uh, Definer is De Definer, Decentralized Finance Innovator. And uh, this concept start to become popular uh, end of uh, 2018. And we started the Definer project like uh, early 2018. And the, the whole idea between decentralized finance and centralized finance is, can they provide a loan of financial service without human uh, central party in between, which means, you know, uh, we are very familiar with our, you know, current banking system, but uh, all the banks, they perform, uh, they act as a custodian, which means you put your savings in hand of others. And uh, what, uh, you know, it, typically it, it works very well, but, uh, you know, there's some drawbacks. Uh, for example, uh, it's very expensive. Uh, think about all the bankers, uh, you know, they, they, they dress very well, uh, good cars, fancy buildings. That's all cost, uh, you know, the consumer pay for them. And But they you they need to use that to build trust. They must make you think uh, uh, they, they can provide the trust, they can guarantee you will not lose your fund. So, but the cost is very high to keep that trust. And uh, uh, for... Decentralized finance is the, the major difference is we are using code to replace the basic functionality of what you know the custodian they are providing uh, because uh, uh, there's some concerns with centralized uh, you know the finance first you know the high cost probably you know people we, we can accept we pay them cost and uh, they will do financial service for us but the second the most important one is uh, Sometimes they screw up everyone. 
<laughs> and think about the, like, the, the, the reason why we have Bitcoin blockchain start from 2009, right? To the, everyone remember what happened in 2008 uh, because uh, they have a lot of power to play the game and make the game continue. And even they run some laws. But uh, the, it's not very transparent. If today you, you put your money, uh, which bank you use, like JP Morgan or any other bank, you probably don't know how much money they have, how much bad debt they have, and uh, do they tell the truth or not? So there's a lot of questions, it's a lot of unknown questions. But then you came back, okay, say, hey, uh, you know, they are big, they are backed by the government, we, we, we should trust them. Uh, this question is not, not my matter, right? But uh, you know, when, when bad things happen, especially now, uh, there's a lot of printing money. What I mean printing money is, it's not owned by anybody. It's yeah. owned by the central government and it's printed money. And uh, you can ask yourself one question, why there are so many printed money? Uh, yeah. One very simple question, uh, answer is, same here in US, I also just travel, came back from China, the same thing there. Uh, one very uh, simple uh, answer is when they pay back their loan. They don't have much to pay back loans. So that's why the whole system need to print more money to cover the old debt. And but this kind of, you know, the game of cycle, it cannot continue forever. So, and that's why, you know, start from 2008 and the blockchain people, you know, we, we start to think about, can we keep this system transparent? can we do this financial service without human the central administrator involved and now we come this technology we have a smart contract we have a blockchain and uh, we already built some use case on the blockchain to show people uh, we can provide this service without third-party involvement without you know put your money and your savings in other people's control and i think this is super super important and how we have a big impact uh, for the human history so that's the difference you know between the centralized finance and the decentralized finance is can we do it without third party in hand of our savings and the answer is yes we can this is yeah. decentralized finance yeah right and and so uh right now some of our listeners some of our friends that are listening are bankers and <laughs> we have, you know, and, and we have bankers that are saying, oh, wait a minute, I run a trustworthy business. So uh, is this technology going to take my business away? Um, is that something where we can say, well, you know, there are still a lot of people that need the service of a person uh, rather than uh, in hiring somebody to do uh, to help them with the transaction? Uh, mm -hmm. And so yeah. with the blockchain. Yeah, I think think about like uh, the, the business will never go away. Like for example, like uh, Amazon, right? We, we all know the online retailers. And the business never go away. It's, uh, what change is uh, the technology to serve people will change. Right. You know, think about Amazon before everyone, we, we need buy stuff. So there's a distribution process. But Amazon, they just figure out the, uh, a way use you know online marketplace to you know uh, cut cut the middle process and right. then still uh, you know uh, improve the process, lower the cost, improve the service. 
and to better serve people to buy uh, products. And so the business never go away. The same with banking. You know, banking is uh, human society, right? And we always have banking service. We, we need banking service. But uh, the technology we are going to use to serve uh, people yeah. will change. So I think the, the, the industry will exist. And also centralized uh, party will exist. As I mentioned, I think the, the, the banking, the current banking, also I talked here, we are in Minneapolis, we talked with U.S. Bank. Uh, they all kind of understand this, and there's a, a role to play, uh, play for the right now the, the banks, which is a custodian for the uh, property. So think about the, the before we just talk about who is going to tokenize or digitize your house property, and bank you can play a very good role to to be the custodian to digitalize the property to make sure the property are existing on the blockchain. And uh, they, they understand this, and there's something going on. They are working on how how can they become play a perfect role in the future financial world. Oh, so. Good, good. I have an acre. <laughs> I'm going to put on the blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so, with this, uh, are there regulations then uh, for your company to provide the financing? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So uh, right now in this industry, several are. Uh, you know, the uh, regulation you have to comply with, like uh, KYC, you, uh, AML, you know, anti-terrorism, banks, bank act secret, fencing, all these things, you know, are. so uh, a lot of them is in place because, you know, uh, the you, you must know the customer and uh, we utilize third party to make sure, you know, we comply with all these KYC, right. AML process. So regarding all other like uh, financial uh, regulations, and a lot of them complied, uh, applied for the custodian, because at, if you are in charge of other people's money, you must be compliant with all the regulations because uh, you you can, that's kind of a human nature, you can very easily scrub other people's money. Right, so, so you, you have to have a securities license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but for Defender, we more approaching us as a technology company. So okay. compare like a fintech or tech thing, we more consider our as a technology company to provide the software service. And uh, we are not uh, custodian, so we, we are never, you know, in custodian of uh, consumers' money. So uh, we position ourselves as a uh, technology company to provide this kind of financial transaction services. So in this way, we are fully compliant. Also, you know, the regulation is not, because this is very new, brand new technology industry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is. They are um, uh, the regulation side. And uh, when you, uh, this industry, people actually, you know, wherever I talk, we all want to have a very regulated industry, all the regulation come. And because this will help to bring this technology to the mainstream. Right, right. And so what interest rate uh, do you offer on your loans to pay back, the payback terms? Yeah, yeah so <clears throat> there's, uh, we have two product line. Uh, one is totally market-driven floating rate. And uh, it's more like your savings or checking account. You know, there's a marketing uh, rate. And right now it's around like, uh, Four to ten percent uh, during the past year experience. I think 
because there's some atom uh, for the crypto, if you remember past June, and a lot of people there are looking for a fund to buy more like digital currency, digital asset. So at that time, the, the rate is around like 20%. And right now it's cooling down, but it still keep around 5% level. Because think about the, the, the beauty of this technology is for the DeFi is they get out, get rid of a lot of middle men, which is middle cost. So I think there's a floor around like four five percent. That's a natural rate. And then it can go as high as like 20%. But right now it's close to around 5%. And we have another uh, product line is fixed uh, fixed rate and fixed term. It's more like uh, it's better, it serves better for the business. Because for the business, think about uh, you want a predicted uh, cash flow, right? right. You don't right. want today I pay 4%, tomorrow I pay 10%, then the day after. So that, that's not works for the business. And uh, we, we serve customers, uh, a lot of mining companies, like uh, blockchain miners. They have a lot of uh, digital assets and they are looking for fixed term loans. So for that loans, uh, we, we can do a uh, provide around uh, like 7 to 12%. So we see, okay. uh, you know, if we can do 7% and uh, there's a lot of demand and uh, if we do like a 10 to 12%, there's still some demand, but may not be that favorable. But that's kind of range if we do a fixed term loan is around 7 to 12%. Okay. And how, how long is the repayment? 10 years, 5 years, 30? Right now, the most uh, is negotiable between Two party, but right now the most popular form of fixed term rate is around like uh, three months to a uh, two year. Oh, okay, okay, short term. And they they can yeah offer uh, pay back like instrument month by month. Okay, and mm. so who are your clients right now you're working with? Uh, we have uh, like uh, several like a uh, mining company Panda. Uh, Panda mining, so they are the biggest uh, Ethereum. Uh, Ethereum is GPU based mining, so they are biggest producer of Ethereum mining machine. Also, okay. the, the one of the biggest uh, miner for Ethereum, so the, they are our client. And uh, also, there's some capitals, you know, uh, into uh, medium companies. Uh, those companies they are providing service for the blockchain startups, but then they they make a lot of money like uh, in terms of uh, digital currency. So they are looking for how to manage their money well and to keep earning interest. So those people also are our clients. Okay, so you can earn interest on uh, at your marketplace on your website. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, so would, uh, if I was to bring, uh, uh, let's say somebody who had a lot of Bitcoin that wanted to buy real estate, would that be a client for you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of, uh, money trapped in this, uh, field because for whatever reasons, you know, uh, they don't want cash it out to fiat currency, but they want to purchase something. So that's why they are. This natural demand is can we use Bitcoin to buy property? Can we use Bitcoin to buy cars? Can we use uh, USDC, US dollars stable coin to buy property? So there's a lot of yeah, interest over there. 
And so when you give a loan, somebody brings uh, their cryptocurrency and then you give a loan in fiat currency, US so dollars. We, and uh, we provide the channel to convert it to US dollar. Yes, we, uh, we utilize a third party service and it's fully integrated to the dependent platform. And uh, but the, the the loan itself will be in terms of uh, digital currency, uh, stable coins like USDT or USDC. But once you get that, you can easily convert it back to the fiat currency. Okay. Well, then they would need to use uh, an exchange, right? Uh, outside, or is it all in your platform? Uh, they can do it in our platform. Uh, okay. If they want to do it over exchange, they can do that. Also. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, I will tell you what, this is really exciting. <laughs> Technology is happening yeah. right now, isn't it? Technology <laughs> is happening. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> do you have an offer for our listeners? Anything that you'd like yes. to offer them? Yes, absolutely. So as I said, you know, we encourage people, uh, you know, uh, start to try and uh, use decentralized finance service product. And once you start, and you, you cannot uh, get away from it because that, that's the beauty of the blockchain. And we right now we're offering everyone who set up and create a defined account, uh, Ethereum. And we offer uh, Ethereum. Also, we have our own thing token reward and to the users. So anyone who set up, they will automatically uh, to be rewarded close to $5, $10 uh, value. And uh, with the audience, uh, with Lori, because we do interview here, we can double, double that amount. And uh, I will uh, give you a reference code and people uh, who can use that reference code or link uh, to register, then they will automatically uh, uh, to get that reward. Also, whoever uh, refer to another uh, users or any others who stand up, uh, they will get another uh, equal amount of what we have here. Wonderful. Wow. And so we'll provide the link so that they yeah. will be able to go to your site and take you up on the offer uh, and receive uh, the double of the amount of the definer. Did you call it definer rewards? Yeah, definer rewards. Definer rewards. Okay. Wonderful. And you have a wonderful website. Uh, easy to use as well. So, well, Jason, time has flown by and you've given us so much information. I think uh, this is just wow, it's amazing how much is uh, uh, transpiring as time goes on. Yeah. So, I'm sure we'll talk again in the future as things change and progress, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Lori. Thank you very much for well, this interview. Well, thank you so much for joining us and giving us so much wonderful information. And thank you to all the listeners for joining us today on the Innovative Economy. We'll see you again soon. Bye.